<laughs> she was over there whispering. She was like, "Yeah, she she was being real polite." Like I heard. She was like, oh. First off, I just want to address the fast. I heard, I heard her say something about the tea room. Yeah, y'all got a fucking tea room. No, Omar no, is, is doing cool. it like that. Nah, no, nah, y'all nah. got no. Bro, he just bought an Audi. He just I'm, bought an Audi. He put that shit on Instagram. I can say it. Look, just, look. That's how, that's how you know that Audi is fresh because he don't even want to go inside. He wants to do the podcast from the you Audi. You heard that damn. <laughs> <laughs> he said, fuck the house. I've been to the tea room a million times. I've had tea. I want to be in the Audi. <laughs> Let's rock and roll, baby. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. With it. With it. That's why I'm mad with it. Get out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab, get it? That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's where I'm mad. Okay, you chasing clock on no way shit Ladies and gentlemen, it's the I'm Getting Trouble podcast with your boy Eddie Lyles and Turns G is in the building. Lloyd Lee's still at work, as always. That's what he says. That's what he says. Never fucking shows up to fucking work. But today, our special guest is Mr. Omar Thompson himself. How you doing, yeah. my sir? I, I kind of fucked up already. Uh, already, bro. <laughs> no, no, I, I really, I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, bro. I care, but not a lot. Uh, <laughs> Light-skinned niggas look alike. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, can't. I respect it. I respect it. I respect you know what I'm saying? Y'all be, all y'all niggas look at me and be like, oh, don't you look like Shaq? So fuck y'all, man. All y'all niggas look like Omar uh, Hardwick and shit. Amari Hardwick and shit. <laughs> got twins now? Who are you like, man? <laughs> nah, Omar. Omar is fresh off the Michael Shea, that damn yep. Michael Shea show. That damn Yo, Michael Shea. How in the hell did that feel? How was this show? Like, yeah. you, you're on one of the biggest shows on HBO Max. Yeah. Like, man, it's fucking nuts. But how does it feel for you? Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it feels weird, man. Like, you know, um, I don't feel anything yet, you know. I, I'm I'm out here still grinding, making it happen. So I don't really feel it. It might, might sound weird to you, but I don't feel it. I'm just grinding, bro. I'm I got my uh blinders on, tunnel vision, just trying to make it happen, you know. Yeah. So that is that like the the move is you going straight into like you want to go more on TV or are you, know you using what? TV for stand up? You know what, man? Like, I'm a comic of over 17 years, right? I mean, I, I done did everything a, a guy can do that's not signed to a major agency or manager. Did some of the biggest shows, did, did The Garden, sold out Carolina. So I did a lot of things in my career with no management. So I kind of mm. hit the top of the urban plateau. You know what I mean? I hit I hit the top of the ceiling for urban comedy. So it just happened. I, mean, I wasn't really, like, trying to get in the TV like that. I was like, no, I just want to be the best comic. You know what I mean? I, I love comedy. For comedy, yeah, I got an opportunity to, to get on the show, man. I mean, Jay, I know Jay personally. Like, yo, bro, I want you on my show, and that was that's what it was. And and um, nah. I did the show, and uh, it was amazing. And now I feel like a, I feel addicted to it now. I want to do more of this shit. It was fun. I had a good time. You know, it was hilarious. So hold on, how long have you been doing it, Omar? Well, acting or comedy? Comedy, yeah, comedy. Seventeen years. Okay. Damn. 17 is strong. You can see because when now, like you're a veteran. Yeah, I'm I'm how does that feel? How does that feel? Like this because like like I can only put it in terms of my father-in-law, right? He's he's uh he works with his hands and he's like, I was doing a job for forever, and I was a journeyman, I was a journeyman, I was a journeyman. Then one day somebody came up and said, I'm a master of my craft. I'm I'm now this. 
Is that kind of how you feel now? Because I kind of feel like I'm just doing it. I'm just doing it. Do how you hit that point? For? How long have you been in the game? Eight years. Eight years. I'm still a baby, man. I'm still it, a rookie. No, I, I feel like, you know, um, it's just you working, man. You you working. Like, you know, you don't see the time. It's just, right. It's time passing. You, you're you getting more experience. You, you learn to your – you're taking your bumps and your bruises. And, you know, I'm probably one of the youngest veterans in New York that, that have that have a lot of clout. So it's so now guys that's like newer, that's like that's like my age, like yo, I'm a veteran. Like, nigga, you older than me. I, now I'm their OG, you know what I mean? It feels weird. Like, I mean, like, yo, this nigga's 45 years old. Like, yo, Omar, how you do X, Y, and Z? Like, nigga, you should be teaching me some shit. But it, right. it's it's a good feeling, man. I put the work in. I love it, man. I, I learned how to just keep your eyes on the prize and uh more or less like don't like I keep your blinders on, man. Cause this game will get you get you kind of it gets you emotional. It'll knock you off your rockers. It'll have you bitter sometimes. He's like, oh, wow, how do you get this right yeah, here? Yeah. I ain't get this. I'm better than him or whatever it is. And and then I just learned how, I just found my peace, man. I found my peace. And I just, I mean, the people love me. So that's what it matters when people love you. You all open right. eat. Comparison is the thief of joy, man. Yes, bro. And, it, uh, it, bro, you got you to enjoy what God gave you. Yeah. You're right. Where the and, fuck and, did you get quotes from, bro? What the fuck is happening right here's now? Here's the thing. Eddie, <laughs> see, <laughs> what, what you, what you got to realize real quick, Omar, is That was, that was a, a good bully. quote. And I'm like very, I'm, I'm like very uh, uh, yeah. uh, happy for you. Like Even I broken never... clocks are right twice a day, baby. See, that, that's it just what I thought you were 12 o'clock. <laughs> that was... <laughs> Nah, so oh my, so nah, but you up in so you in New York right now, right? Yeah, yeah. What I'm, part? What part? I, I'm I'm born and raised in Harlem, New York. I represent Ooh. Harlem, New York. Uh, now I live in Jersey now, but I'm, I'm in Harlem right now. I'm in Harlem every day. Damn, damn, I'm in Harlem every day. B niggas there yeah. every day. B, it's money. Everybody, everybody, bro. <laughs> I just said, um, hold on, just to come off the, t just to come off you for one second. I just did this, right? I work who I work at is a lot of white people. And something happened, and I was like, "Yeah, shit happens every day, B." I didn't even say it felt good. It? it felt yeah, good. it felt so good. And then they was just like, like everybody thought I was being <laughs> like <laughs> demonstrative or some shit. Like, like I was being negative. And it was like, "Listen, Eddie." Uh, I was like, "Listen, I'm sorry that I don't watch a lot of movies without white people, without black people in it. I'm very sorry about that." Yeah, they don't get shit. They don't get so, it. All right, man. all right. But so Harlem, hold up, whoa, whoa, whoa! You in Jersey? No, no, I, I bought a house in Jersey, but I'm from Harlem. Oh, you got some money, bro. You got some money. No, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm, paying your pockets. I'm just saying you got right. some money, bro. No, That's no, what... bro. I'm telling you, I'm you, I, I got, I got <laughs> my pockets because um, I learned that the people, the people are your power. The people, yeah, the mm. people. I mean, it's not about the TV show or the money. Michael Chase show was good, but I'm happy. I'm, I'm honored to be on the show. I'm blessed to, blessed for opportunity, but. Either way, I was still making money off the money. Right, 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 right. It's just going to be a little easier now, but I mean, right, 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 right. For a minute, I mean, I had my show. I was doing theaters for a long time, written theaters out. And now I'm the boss. I got, I, I have my own company for a few years now. Mm. And I have in comedy. I, I do my own events. So it's I so mean, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're a comedian. Listen, and, and I'm going to be honest with you right now, right? Like, because. This is the second. This is the second interview of the day, yeah. and on both interviews, I didn't know that the people that we were interview were also producers. 
and yeah. so now yeah. we about to, we about to, we about to, I'm about to scratch everything I wrote down for this interview. I'm being yeah. honest with you. No, right I, I really let wish you wouldn't have brought that heart. up, Omar. Let it come from the heart. Y'all feel it, bro. Uh, you gotta no, let it. You gotta let it happen, baby. You gotta let it happen, baby. The problem is, is you just opened up the door for Eddie to talk about himself more, and now <laughs> we're not gonna talk about Omar. We're not even gonna get to asking you questions because no. he's gonna be like, no, 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 no. hold on, hold on. Hold on. I, I produced the DC oh. Comedy Festival, and I run shows, a 350 seat venue, like. We've heard it a million times. You heard it already? Yeah, I've heard it a million times. <laughs> I, I want to know about Omar. But I don't give a fuck. That's the problem. <laughs> like, one more time. Yeah, yeah. No, no. It's going to be a problem. Hey, Omar, you are. And let me, let me, let me, let me give I'm a taking, shout I'm out I'm taking my sip of Haterade real quick. <laughs> you right, you do ahead. that. You are in our hundreds <laughs> of episodes, right? Like, yeah. we at this point, we we are at like 120. You get what I'm saying? I'm working. Nice. We working, bro. Mm -hmm. And see what I'm trying to teach this young brother, this young white man over here. Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Is that sometimes <laughs> you, you gotta bask up. in your flowers, you my have dude? To, bro, you have to. You man. gotta. You just if gotta. You know who will? Who will, bro? I'm white trash. There's no flowers here. There's bro. just raccoons and sister fucking <laughs> in my corner. That's it. <laughs> That's all I've got. I want more for me, please. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> nah, I want to learn. I do want to learn because, I like, you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot of people ask me questions. Like, I'm 10 years, right? Yeah. So, a lot of times, people will ask me questions about different shows and, you know what I mean? Like, uh, how I how I do comedy and put on shows. So, I got to present that shit to you. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. 17 years in. How, how did you get into the producing of everything, right? right. Like, and making, making yourself... A commod like making yourself uh known to the fans so to then they come to your shows. So all right, so it goes back even before like stand-up comedy, it goes back to just like it's like me as a person. I mean, uh mm. I went to college for marketing management. I got mm. my degree in marketing management. So um I always been a, a well-liked person, always been, I mean, before comedy, always been funny. Now I've been like right. I've been cool, I'm a cool dude. Right. I've been homecoming king twice. Prom king. I mean, always been that guy. No, I never so, done that. I never been that dude. It's always been that guy, right? So that's that light skin shit. That's I, definitely that light skin. King light I mean, skin. that's that's cool. Y'all just gonna keep bragging while I sit here in my mediocrity. Thanks. <laughs> no, no, you you, you the lightest skin. <laughs> I always say that, man. I'm the I'm, lightest. I'm I'm just Michael Jackson Black on the thrill of the, on the cover of the thrill album. That's all. Just, I'm just saying. I need to start a hashtag. I've never seen a dark skin homecoming king. I'm right. just. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought, so I had the the marketing background, and when I when I came here, you know, what I mean, I was just doing shows like everybody else doing shows, and you know, like from and I also was a BSU president in my school, mm. a student union president, mm -hmm. so I had a, a little background, just trying to do events. I mean, trying to put things together, see how they work out. I had a little experience with doing that, so I right. started family shows, you know, and um, it just made sense. I mean, I I kept getting offers to host shows, and I'm hosting these shows and. And I started to uh, get my own like deals with different owners and and promoters, and they would hire me. And that they I learned the game. That had a, right. had a really good mentor by the name of Capone. Capone was my 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 immediate mentor, and he kind of Capone showed me the the actual business of comedy. Hmm. So I was with Capone for about maybe five six years. I was like I was like one of his open acts, and he's like my uncle for a long time. Tell me, show me the whole game, how to make money. How to carry myself? I mean, as as a as a man and not like a young dude in comedy. So I just had a mm. a good mentor. 
So mm-hmm. by the time I kick in and do my own shows, I just, I mean, also I'm good at math too. So I, I would do a spot. Um, there's a comedy club called Caroline's out here in New York. Yeah. yeah. So I would, I got opportunity to um, do Caroline's after I did Madison Square Garden. So I did Madison Square Garden and I got a stand ovation there. And the owner so, was there, like, yo, kid, I like you. You can headline my, you can headline my club. And about, about, I think he don't know why. He, he probably didn't know who I was, like some black kid. Even though I've been, I've been, I headlined the club like four or five times previous. Or <laughs> but he's like, comedy club owners don't remember us until we make it, yo. Sure. So he see me, see me. So he, I came down to the office, gave me a night, and I sold it out. I mean, four hundred wow. plus. Mm. I, he didn't know I had a following like that, so right. I got a check for about about fifteen hundred dollars. Right. I, yes. Fuck. I fucking my biggest check. Oh my god. Fucking comedy's <laughs> the best. Fucking. Rip. I know where this is going. Oh, yeah. So then I <laughs> maybe like three months later, call me again. Like call me back. Like Omar, you want to do it again? I said, Yeah, I'll do it again. Did it again. Sold out again. Right. So again, this time I got back twelve hundred dollars for the same numbers. I'm like, what? and now second time I'm not as like in awe of Carolina because I done did it a lot of times. I done been on the billboard. So you call me again, right? I did it again, maybe four or five months later on. So out again, and I got less money. Mm-hmm. I said, damn, man, I'm selling this shit out. I'm promoting this shit. I'm bringing all the people. I'm bringing the comedy. I'm I'm got my opening acts. All you got is the venue. I said, well, fuck it. I, I should just get the venue. <clears throat> Too. So, so I got the venue. I put my mm. up, and then that's when I started to really uh, make some real money in comedy. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's similar to what I did, right? Like, I I personally and and, and I, I talk to people about this all the time when I hear comics say they started to do shows because they weren't getting on shows. Yeah, and I'm like, that's not a good thing. Like, <laughs> you should you shouldn't be putting that out there because once you start hearing it. As as long as I've been doing it, and I've been doing it short in comparison to you, and then yeah. we know people that mentored us that've been doing it even longer. Yeah. When you hear comics say, "Yeah, I started doing shows because nobody was putting me on their show," though, there's a reason why nobody's putting you on your yeah. show. Yeah. You got to pay your. You get what I'm saying? You got to put your work in. You got you got to see, you- see 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 people host. You, you, you got you got to see how people the good the good sets the bad sets how mm-hmm. fans, what the fans want. I mean, the different types of comedy. You got to see this shit. And some people right. want, want to skip the line and try to find a shortcut to stardom. And it happens sometimes, but for the most part... It most does. Of, most of us got to fucking pay out... Work. And, and work and... See... And, 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 and eat shit for some time. And, and, and see, exactly. that, that's the one part where I diverge a little bit from y'all's thinking. And I hear what you guys are saying, and I respect it. Mm-hmm. Where I say that I think comics going off to start their own shows is almost becoming the norm of the come up is is because everything is becoming so clickish and it's not in my opinion i didn't do comedy 20 years ago but it seemed like comedy was much more of a brotherhood a a sisterhood some sort of an organization whereas now you definitely especially with the like rise of alt comedy rooms whatever so do you still think that Starting your own show is probably something you would advise against, bro. I'm Me, talking, yes. Right now, I'm in the process of starting my own comedy club. So, right. So, and I'm doing that because I mean, I want somewhere where I can perform and and God, God, I know it's funny. Can yeah. perform and get some time. I mean, because there's guys all around the country that's funny as fuck. Yeah. Right. 
not deserve a shot to get on a comedy club weekend or or, or deserve to have a time to do 30 minutes somewhere or you want to come from from them Oklahoma or where are you from? Where are you at right now? I'm I'm in Omaha right now. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. DC, like y'all come to New York. Oh, yo, give me right. a spot for the weekend. Yeah. I mean, you can't come to Carolina for that bullshit. They're not having right, right, you, right. Got them with that shit. A lot of right. people, a lot of guys haven't really performed in New York like that before. They haven't been here right in, in this mm -hmm. shows before. So I'm like, you know what? You got a black comic who owns a comedy club or a comedy room that can put you up. He's right. some shows and some bread in your pocket. Yeah. So like, what like at the end of the day, if I don't do it, who will? So I'm like, fuck right, it. Right, right, right. Try my best. I mean, I'm gonna try my best. I mean, that's all I got. I'm a, I'm a black. But see that, that but that's best. different, right? Like it's like you already traveling, you already producing, you already, you already have a fan base, you already have, uh, and I'm guessing on this one, you already have an email list to, you know, what I'm saying they, they send out to people to get them to come out to your shit. So that's the next move is a comedy club, right? Like. I'm thinking about that shit now, and I even told other people, I'm like, yeah, I'm five years out. Like, I don't want to do it just yet because yeah. I want to build the I want to build the analytics for it a little bit better. But that's that's the next move. But when but we no, say, bro, but no, bro, you like sometimes like people say I want to comment club, right? And mm -hmm. it's like this fucking grand, fucking big ass, yeah. fucking lights and fucking fucking sparkles and shit. Right, bro, it's comedy. It's fucking comedy. Are you fucking need a space? And some chairs. I want, um, I want a closet, a, a, a bro, expanded closet that I can bro, fit twenty five people in. That's yo, it. Yeah, I don't know about that. That's part. all I, I need. Know, no, yo, no, the, no, the no, best no, comedy no, clubs, no. the best rooms I've been to in my in my career to perform at has been small rooms. Always forty, fifty people, and they came to laugh. That, that those be the yeah. best shows I, all the time. You you if can come get to laugh, you win it. You can get intimate with those crowds, which you can't get. In bigger clubs, you damn sure not going to get the same thing in theater because we've all talked about it, right? Like you, you your goal is arbitrary, but you want like twenty percent of the people consistently rolling, laughing. Right. And if you're in a three hundred seater club or excuse me theater, that might sound good, but if you can get fifty people to just roll throughout, that's a and different magic. feeling. That's, that's all, every every show is magic with that. Yes, kind sir. Of right, 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 right. Yes, sir. One of the that's best not. clubs. And uh, in America is a comedy seller. That's why. Yep. That's right, seventy-five. Yeah, and, and it's seventy-five people or less. It's it's, it's real small, mm -hmm. and yep. everybody goes. Everyone's down there trying to perform. I mean, the best guys right. in the country. So there's a reason why they perform there. It's intimate. Right. So I'm, you know what? I just need a little space. I don't need no crazy shit. I need a little space. 40, 50, 50, 50, like 50 people at the most, and just have some drinks and, and make it comedy and some good Ooh, acting. Right. And then have a good time, man, and, and, and enjoy the craft of comedy. Mm. Yeah, I, I, 50, 50, 75, yeah, I like that. 25, no, nah, I'm good. Uh bro. Even 25, man, and, and, like in the right environment is golden, bro. I'm telling you. For a club? See, or like, so, no, 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 like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're doing a show, I think, I you're think like, I'm just trying to work comedian, out shit, I'm with it. No, I think as a comedian, personally, I think that – that's my personal goal because mm. in my eight years, I felt uh, a few weeks ago, Eddie and I were talking about Doug Stanhope and Doug Stanhope states that he likes to only perform in front of his audience that he's oh, built yeah. throughout the years. I feel right. like in my time as comedy, I have slowly chipped away from the rooms and slowly gained 5% of those hundred people, 2% of those hundred people. But the build for me would be if I could pack out that 25 seater every night, and eat off of that, Yo, that's beautiful. Hit me, me out, bro. Hit me out. Most comedians 
can't even do that shit. Yeah, that's true. I agree. And that's what I want to do. Most comedians, they like, I want to do that. You, They can't consistently sell out a 25-seater. Right. No, but they want to have this do that. Master that shit first, motherfucker. Master let me let me get twenty five people yeah, in consistently, first. and I'm golden. Like my, if I'm doing right. a show here at my comedy club, and I got somebody who's like locally or wherever it is, twenty five people. I can I can do twenty five people for you. I, I I can send my video. He's funny. Support him. Yeah. But how I look getting a big ass club, right. and then I, I'm not I get fucking uh Mike Epson week. <laughs> Mike Epson, Michael Blackson. No, nah, I want regular guys that can go up there and do their thing and. Right. I guess, uh, we can make that's facts. Funny. Yeah. That's that's the, like the, I, that's why I say I like I like where your head is at on it. Like I really do. And and but I think that comes from years of experience, right? You also are a comedian. Yeah. So it's like you also are traveling. So you also you're using the room as a workout as well. You know what I'm saying? So I get yeah. that. And you I, know what I'm saying? Like I, I think I Yeah, I think when it's when it's a business thing I think that's when it's like that's why they want the four hundred seaters because they want to try to grab Mike Epps and DL and, and Eddie Griffin and if you got a good show, they'll come to your show still. Uh, Mike, like if Mike's right, in right, town, right, right. Mike's in town, and this is this is the truth. They they'll come and do a guest spot at a small venue first before they go down to a big yeah. venue. That's the truth, you know and I mean, and, and I learned this from. Remember, um, I had a, it's a show years ago. Like I, I'm pairing my 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 comedy club after two clubs, um, mm. the last house in Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and I, I love that club. It's a nice club, and Club Elite in DC. Yeah, 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 yeah. Eddie B, Eddie Bryant, but that's Eddie. so that's my that's my OG. Yeah, Eddie Bryant, that's, that's, that's who I learned a lot of shit that, from. That's, that's my that's like my brother, my brother. So mm. Eddie B, you show me how 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 it's done. He ran that shit, booked it. We had hotels. He had the yep. food. I mean, and he, and he, and he. After that, we had to, to go go upstairs. We had a good, I had a good time. I love mm. DC because of, of Eddie Bryant. I mean, but he showed me how it was done. As a matter of fact, I call Eddie B up. Say, hey, Eddie, open the club up, nigga. Eddie B, the genius. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Marketing and 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 Eddie B was like, bro, the drink prices and this one. I'm like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Eddie, listen, hold on, Eddie, That's and I tell I people to this shit all the time. Eddie B is the reason why I have a lot of the success that I had in promoting shows because he was the first person like and I and now I'm telling people the same thing. He was the first person that was like, yo, when you're promoting a show for a rest like a, a bar, like a bar that has a space or a club that has a space, you have to realize that you are promoting them as well. So you got to actually ask them. You actually got to go to them and negotiate a budget. You got to go to them and negotiate. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, yeah. I'm promoting your establishment. I'm also going to make money. So this is what it is, right? I'll pay, but I need either. I need, if I'm paying, I need some of the bar sales. Like, I, oh, I'm, I'm paying you for the door, but I need some of the bar sales. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's one of the big things that, like, I've always tried to teach people I'm when talking, they when they ask me about shows. I'm huh? where I learned, and all, now I learned, but also I knew. And the pandemic helped me out. This shit is that we don't need to, the the machine is not not really needed locally. Like the whole mm. big comedy club and the, the comedy chain, and you just got to go here. This person is a, he's a promoter, he's a booker here. So you got kids mm-hmm. and, and fucking middlemen are have been nah. nixed. That's done. Or at least at least they've been exposed. All right, I should been say. Exposed. Yes. Like, uh, during the pandemic, I've seen comics do shows in, in parks. Yeah. 
and and fucking in the um and rooftops. Yes. Parking mm-hmm. lot. I seen every I seen guys do shit on a sidewalk and um just re- just on anywhere. And yep. I seen guys like I, I seen like white dudes to fucking take their apartments and make them comedy clubs. Somebody comedy like, clubs. I'm like, and then they doing they doing three or four shows a night in the pandemic. Yeah. Like, fuck. Yeah. So like it's yeah. like, like this and there's money. People making money out here yeah. because people love comedy and people yep. need to laugh. And comments need to fucking work and and we gotta because we need our therapy too. We gotta make yeah, yeah, yeah. facts. You know, facts facts. facts. So I laughed when they facts. I laughed when they talked about the initial shutdown and they said that they were shutting down all non-essential services. And obviously comedy was one of those things. We saw it. But when they said that it was non-essential, I was like, man, y'all are saying entertainment is not essential. That's the only thing that kept us sane throughout yes. this pandemic. And y'all just took it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, without Netflix and fucking... Thank you. Oh, it would have been a lot more murders. We would have been a lot more murders. We would have been dead. And it wouldn't have been... No, no, I wouldn't have been dead. I live by myself, baby. <laughs> nah. You live in a city, man. Somebody would have murdered you, man. Like, it just would have happened. That's what's going on, man. We need to laugh, man. I, I did this show um, maybe about two weeks ago in Brooklyn, right? Regular show. I mean, regular show. And uh, I mean, did good as a show. And these two, um, this one man in the back, like, yo, man, you did so good, man. You, He's like, yo, like, yo, I needed that, man. My mom had just died today. You know, the typical story we hear all the time. Mm, yeah. Like, when you um, get those I, heavy stories. You, you, get them all, you get them all the time. They, they, every yeah. now and then they come. They come at least like yeah, once yeah, a month, depending on your shows you're doing. Yeah. He's like, yo, my mom just died today. I had a guy, had to get out the house. And you were saying the joke about, about the house remind me of my mom, yada yada, and he gave me a pound. He kept going. He's like in my face. There's a lot of love, right? Yeah. So once I walked outside, and a, a black guy thought they just chilling by himself. And he said, "Yo, you was a comic." I said, "Yeah." He said, "Yo, man, yo, you was fucking so good, man." He said, "Yo, I need to laugh so bad, man." He said, "I need to laugh." And once again, it was in Brooklyn too. He's like, "Yeah, my son got killed." There's something uh, going on in Brooklyn right now. But he's like, "Yo, everything son, going on in Brooklyn, man." My son just got killed, man. And I need to laugh. Man. The first time I laughed, and and he said, the first time I laughed in weeks. And then, and um, and I, I seen him. I mean, this is an older guy. He had to be like in his late fifties. Mm, right. I mean, you know I mean, so I, I went and gave him, you know, like, you know, embrace, you know, like the the dap, and you hug him, the dap hug. You got to take that moment, yeah. man. And you you know, really you know, the, soak the, that the, moment the, in. Grown man just start crying, like just really just yeah. crying, bro. And we forget that. I mean, as comics, God gave us a gift. Right, so sometimes we be up there like, yo, I gotta work on my five, my, I gotta work on that ending of that joke, and work, work on the details yeah, yeah. and shit. I, work, I gotta get a better callback, and then I gotta end. Cause I gotta work my opening. The reality is that we doing this shit, but people is not seeing all the shit that we see. Yeah, they just come to laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's just yeah. needed. Um, more than more now than ever. You know what I mean? Thanks. So we we gotta we gotta gift we gotta. Oh no, no, please tell me we didn't lose Omar. Please tell me yeah, we didn't we lose Omar, man. We lost him right. for a second. Hold, nah, I was I was feeling it though, man. That's I st- I started shutting the fuck up. Yeah. Like, dog, go ahead and run. Like, but that's so true though, right? We yeah. get that all the time where you get somebody that you know what I'm saying was having a hard day and like, yo, thanks. I needed that shit. That shit, that shit is a that's why different I said, feeling, bro. That's why I said you those those are the things that are very um what's what's Humbling, um, sobering, I guess, maybe might be the other right word. When you get those moments 
it's one thing to make people laugh. That's very euphoric and you get a big high off of that. But when you actually connect with somebody because they're like, hey, I liked your joke because it resonated with me for reason X, Y, and Z. That's a different connection with somebody. Right. To know that something that you thought of, that you were like, this is stupid, but funny, or this is foolish, but funny. And you you have the, whatever it took to get you in that moment, to get in that stage that night, to say that thing, and it hit the right person at the right time. That's fucking magic. It's nothing like it. Hey. The, nah, nothing, nothing at all, bro. Like I, that shit is tough, bro. Like I don't even know where to go from it. I really hope he comes back on because I really want to, you know what I'm saying, finish that conversation. Yeah. It, it sounds like he has like a stupid amount of insight. I remember Man, one fuck time. Fuck you, bro. I just want to make sure you know that. Fuck you, bro. Why? Yeah, he's gonna talk about it. He was on a DC comedy thing. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm most so of the time, most of the oh, time, I don't dick. say shit. I just gotta oh, sit back and listen dick. to the whole spiel all over again. I've sat yeah. here in silence Sucks to be you. for months on end. Sucks I ain't said you. shit. So I'm you. entitled yeah, to this, a pop this, off this, my, You can roll. Now. You can go anytime you want to, motherfucker. Nobody's scared of you, bro. I'm entitled to my opinion. <laughs> I'm entitled to my opinion. And, and I appreciate Fuck that opinion, we have nigga. people out here agreeing with me and that stank-ass voice that you got. I'm good with it. Either way, I'm entitled to my freak out on Eddie's selfishness. That's all I'm saying. I'm good with it. I accept you. I accept you. I'm going to tell Lauren, bro. No. I'm gonna get Lauren to fuck you up. Watch. Tell him. I will run circles around that. No, he won't catch so. me. <laughs> he ain't gonna catch me. I'll run the fuck away. I, the I'm sure there's part. I'm sure I there's a few people that were like, oh, he's gonna say something about knocking out his head. No, no, no. I've got respect. I still wouldn't even think about trying it. I'll just run away. <laughs> no, nah, I got your father shooting you in the leg. I really do, yo. Like, I've only talked to him a few times. But I feel like your father, uh, like it, I feel like your father might shoot you in the leg. If bro. you knew my dad, you'd have said ass cheek. That's, <laughs> that'd be the first shot. That'd be the first shot, right in the ass cheek. That's and he'd do it at point blank range too, to be like, "All right, walk, run now, motherfucker!" Like that's how. He, <laughs> <laughs> what is this fucking bad boys too? You <laughs> shot me in my ass, my. Yeah. What we did to your ass. <laughs> Dude, no. So don't if you don't want me, if you don't want me to comment on your fucking bio reading and and comedy career reminiscing every time we get on the podcast, that's fine. I don't do it all the time. I just had to let Omar know. Sometimes Eddie just mm. wants to talk about Eddie. That's all. Like you're you're the type of motherfucker to scream your own name during sex. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Oh, Eddie, you're hitting this shit. Oh, damn. <laughs> you kicking this shit down, bro. <laughs> Yo, what if somebody actually does that? Hold up. Did you see did you see the post I put up today, though? Did you see the post I put up today? Which one? I was like, uh, I said, <laughs> I said something stupid. And I don't, I didn't, I'll be honest with you. I didn't think. All these ladies were coming. There's a comment underneath the post oh, that yeah, I wrote yeah, today the, the, when that you has the more likes dudes. than the, the post. Yeah, because you, you talk about the old dudes one, right? Where the, the on nah, demand. Yeah, I was like, I, I was just asking. Yeah. I was, I was, because I've dealt with. Listen, 
Are you like, talking about like, the one that I laughed at? The one comment I laughed at was she she said it's like assuming that y'all are on able yeah. to be on demand. Yeah. <laughs> on demand. Shout out to Laura. I seen that shit. It, it had me going. I was like, yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's a big assumption that you're just I, willing I mean, to go with the it, same. Listen, yeah. we're not vibrators, but I'm just. Bro, no, no, you I was, getting old like I was just talking about a day. You're I was just talking about like, day, bro. You're getting old I was just like talking me. about my day. I wasn't talking you're about per time. You're six months behind me, bro. You're getting old like me. The shit don't bro, recharge I, like that. I used to get erections because the wind that. would blow. I, said, I was saying per day. I was Listen, bro. Like, I think, like, I'm, I'm starting to realize, going through the situation I'm going through, right, that if you don't have sex with a lady, they feel like you don't love them. And it's like, this has nothing to do with love. I am tired, hell. Like the I'm, libido I'm really, switches, man. Like we're I'm at our tired. sexual peak in our 26 and 27. We're like, we're walking around like Quagmire and family. And then at 30, you just like, air. hey, if you if I fuck you three times a week, bro, I think we should be happy. It's like that's I, all like, I'm saying. Like, I like, think I think three yeah. times a week, that's a lot. There's half the this is this is just being real, man. We're we're in the trust tree, right? We're in the tree of trust. So <laughs> uh there's times where my lady will just be just hey. Come do something. I'm like, I got to do work. I'm tired. <laughs> I'm so tired, bro. Like, listen, <laughs> I just want to be there like a starfish. Listen, let me lay on the fucking bed. I'm God, like, too. listen, I don't listen, listen, listen. You can enjoy yourself. It goes, it goes, <laughs> it goes. You can do whatever position Go you can do while you're on your knees. Versus, I'm just hey, listen. I'm because <laughs> I'm trying not to keep getting in trouble. No. I just, did he come back in? Yeah, Why we got my man back. We, we, my floor, bro. I ran out of minutes. My floor. Bro. Yeah, we was wearing off. We was talking about posts that we put up today and all this yeah, shit, bro. Man, like, yeah. Because <laughs> well, I'm gonna ask you the question. I am gonna ask him the question. question? I can ask you now because it's not okay. Because you, you, you in your forties? Did you say forties? No, or thirties. Thirties. Um, yeah, so nah, he's so Omar, remember. you probably around. I'm, yeah, I'm he's in now. No, no, we don't want to do that because this lady may watch this. And that, okay, that, I'm 34. So we're sitting there talking about uh, Eddie made a post about as you get older, women tend to treat you like an on demand vibrator, right? No, no, what I said, this is what I said. No, no, let's let's, let's say what I said. Let's say what I said. I don't know what you how said. I said well, okay, see. what I said was, I said, hey, old guys, I said, hey, old guys. Do when you get older, do ladies still treat you like an on-demand vibrator just to show them that you love them? That's what I said. Okay, because I have I've been with females that is like if you only have sex twice or three times a week, they like, oh, you fucking other bitches. Like that's no, how I know you're not I married. I gave you all the time I had. That's yeah. how I know you're not married, man. Yeah, you I'm, ain't I'm getting married. pussy three times a week when you marry. Yeah, my my my, my I think I've, been I've been married. I've been here. I've been there, bro. You married already? You married before, bro? Ben. Ben, okay. Yeah. How long? Yeah, bro. I'm 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 finalizing now. Yeah, six years. Oh, nice. Nice. Six huh? years. Been separate. So, no, yeah, I got out right. I got see, out right. That's what I was telling Eddie, man. That's what I was telling Eddie. I said, that's there's been times right now as I've aged, my right. wife is like, hey, let's do this. And I'm like, I I, I gotta do the work. All right, I'm cool. All right. I'm, like, I'm tired. I just I'm cooked. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sleep. That's my dick and go to sleep. I just did so much other shit. I want to do like like what the ladies say when they do the breast milk feed. I just want to do a pump and dump. That's it. <laughs> 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 Hilarious. <laughs> nah, no, but but you know what I'm saying? Oh, like oh my, you married? Is it like? But you you get them? Do your girl ever like come to you? Be like like you be traveling? Like yo, no, nah, no. Nah, when you get home, I need you. You know what I mean? Whatever. Like yo, we don't gotta get into your shit. I'm just saying. All the time. Yeah, but that's it. Happens, right? 
Uh, uh, no, she won't exactly. I'm, I'm tired, boss. I'm, I'm tired. tired. I'm, I'm tired. tired. I want a I mean, <laughs> make me a sandwich. Make me a sandwich. Just shut up. Can you, can you rub my chest first? I'm tired. Because uh, I'm, I'm at that point where she's like, oh, why don't you rub my back? And I will put minimal effort toward that shit where I'm yeah. just like. Oh, because you know where it's going. You know exactly where it's going. No, because exactly. I this, it's for two you reasons. Good? You good now? You good? You good now? Yeah. You good? Yeah, you right? Yeah. You all right? You, all right? you good? Yeah. You good? It's two reasons exactly. for me. One, I don't feel like applying that much effort, yo, I'll be honest. Yo, bro, hold on. That's listen, listen, listen. Oh, wait, come here. She popped by nowhere. She popped uh -oh. by nowhere. <laughs> so we you know, know we know. What the fuck? How'd you hear us, yo? I heard you. I heard you just talking about some she shit. Said, oh, hey, uh, uh are you it's revealing secrets? Time. Are you revealing it's secrets? Time. <laughs> it's she said, ball time. get back, get back in the tea room, Omar. Get back in the tea room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she heard us, bro. She popped up to be like, let me answer his question. As hey, soon as you get off the fucking phone, make sure you in this Go to your fucking toilet. We got the phone. Oh, you, 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 you wanted to say that you didn't have energy for me? Okay. Uh, okay. Bro. <laughs> Listen, I, I, you heard this, bro? We better shut this shit up. I'm cool getting in trouble with anybody but my lady, man. No <laughs> word. No word. Listen, this, this is what happened. This is what happens when you uh <laughs> get divorced. Listen, but that was the fucked up part. The, the my girl jumped on like the girl I'm messing with jumped on the post. Was like, you asking for a friend? Like, what the fuck you you asked for somebody? That's what you get. For I was like, never question. mind. Let me just yeah. I was like, yo, I wanted to take that shit down so bad. I was like, this baby was the wrong post. I was, I wasn't supposed to put this post up. I wasn't. Oh <laughs> no, yeah. Nah, I. Oh yes. So nah, I. Go ahead. I was about food and shit. She came here with. She bought some fucking uh some some spaghetti out of nowhere. I like. How she heard? She heard Yo, me. Yo, I. I yo, I gotta go get some spaghetti too, son. I ain't gonna lie oh, to you. Yo. Hold up, is you got a panoramic? Yeah, he got the panel, son. Yeah, it's what it's it's all. Uh, got the panoramic. Uh, That's it. I, I close nice, it for you guys, bro. man. I close it for you guys. I know. I yeah, want man. you guys to. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. First off, let me. Okay, Omar, you, you stop that. Like <laughs> Eddie, don't say <laughs> it because you don't no, have on, a panoramic sunroof. Not I anymore. Yes, I do, sir. Yes, I, I do, sir. Yes, I do. Still got a panoramic. Listen, I so a lady just totaled my car, right? Oh, I had a panoramic sunroof. So, parked, parked. My car was parked. She hit my car on the wheel oh. and threw the whole suspension out. And you know the panoramics move. So when I went to go get the shit out of my car, it it looked like minimum damage on my car. When I went to go get the shit out of my car, is puddle of water in my car. Cause she had like shifted the whole joint around. Like, yeah, they were like, Yeah, dude, this is done. It's over. Like your frame is all the way shot. It's over. So I went to go find a car and I had to make sure I got a panoramic. So, what you get? What you want? Nigga, that was in my features. I want. I got a Jeep. I got a Jeep Grand Cherokee, all white. I ain't get. I ain't get no Audi. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I like it's gas. My, you know what I'm saying? And it's wife, a gas man. shortage out here. I got, I got from my wife, bro. I, I, I got the, I got the bullshit car. <laughs> <laughs> How long you been married, Omar? Four years. 
four okay. years. Four years married. Oh, yeah. Seven dope, years together total. Seven. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Any dope, kids? Bro. Two kids. I got a uh, one year old, but I got a now four year old. One year old man, congratulations! That's Thank that you, fun bro. time, man. Thank you, man. That's that fun time. I got a two year old no, myself, man. So you're know, man. It's a yeah, lot. It's a lot. It's busy, busy time, it's bro. Big, but that's I'm that's happy. material, man. That is all, all day. You know, lot, no lot, man. I, yeah. I think I didn't become a comedian in real life till I got married, and I, I hate to say that, but I was I was funny. I always had some I had funny jokes, but I didn't have a point of view on nothing until I got married, and they gave me like they gave, it gave me. It made me who I am. Like I had, I had a story to tell. Yeah, it so. changes things. It gave you that point of view, like you said, man. Yeah, it gave I you a perspective, one. right? Now, 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 you can't just go out and be like, "Here's my current events joke. Here's my yeah. dick joke of the day. Here's my whatever." That's, now, now but, you got to. But listen, do... but hold on. But Omar, tell me if you tell Omar, tell the truth, please. This is a this is yeah. a running question. This is my running question. <laughs> I know Omar, going. Uh, Terrence has his own running question. I have my running question. Do you, as a promoter of shows and as a booker of of your own shows, do you like dick jokes said on your stages? I do. Bam! Ooh, wow. I'm so happy that you said. See, that's the thing, right? That I'm not <sighs> saying it, it, like everyday dick jokes ain't wow. funny, but if you have a unique funny, dick joke, yes. Yeah. If it's yeah. funny, I can think of a dick joke, a pussy joke, a, a fart joke. If it's funny and it's like if it's funny and you put them like some kind of throw into the shit too, I yeah. love it. Yeah, I love it. Just don't oh. but just don't dick it up. Don't dick and pussy it up. I mean, yeah, don't like like I hate don't dick it up. I hate genitalia jokes, bro. Because <laughs> that's what they always do. It's like the dick joke work, the dick joke work, and then next thing you know, you got five fucking dick jokes out here. Like you got a fucking orgy of dicks, an orgy of fucking dick jokes. Like I, I, I want one. Two dicks the most. I get two dicks the most. I can't anything yeah. anything past two dicks. Then yeah, I, I get you get a light. Dude, it's got to be I'm like a not... quick observation that's tied back to a dick joke, and yeah. I'm cool with that. Or yeah, I've very only met dick one joke. comic. Hilarious. I've only heard. I've only met one comic in my career. <laughs> right now, I, I haven't been all around the world, and I haven't been around all the states and all that shit. I've only met one comic in my career that has made a dick joke that made me laugh. Who's this? Most I, uh, my boy Tommy Simbazo. Right. He's based out of he's based out of Baltimore. It's the only person, that, and and we have friends. We have mutual friends that that do. And I'm just like, no, oh, it just sounds like white boy sense of humor. Like it's stupid. Like I don't. It's the dumbest shit. Yeah, you know, because you know, because my dick is small. <laughs> what yeah, the that, fuck that, are you that, talking that, about right now, bro? Like no lie, yo, a, a good dick joke can kill me. A, a, like yeah. a good, like a really good, like yeah, unique, because unique it comes out of nowhere. Joke. Yeah. <laughs> a, a really good, unique dick joke. Will, I will fucking lose it, bro. I but need like, a really we, pointed we dick. dick joke. You know what dick's about? We, 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 we can't, you can't surprise us with a dick joke. We know all the yeah. dick. So give me a, a dick point of view that I haven't yeah. seen before. Yeah. <laughs> don't don't make it too hard. hard. It's hard. It's hard. Oh my lord, Jesus Christ, yo! Are we? You gotta be a legit genius to take the dick. And Fossa knew about dick oh that God. we didn't know. As what, whatever that joke is, just don't make it too hard. Don't make it too long. None of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like he's listen. See what I'm saying? The white boy shit. It's the it's the weirdest <laughs> shit ever, bro. Like, it's so... I just I just like that it pokes Eddie. This that's the fun <laughs> part for me. It's so weird, bro. <laughs> like I don't place, understand it. I will do a well placed dick joke at a corporate event too. If I if, if I can, <laughs> I don't care. It's Yo, funny to yeah, me. but Yo. see, listen, at a corporate, 
At a corporate event, you can't say it. So that makes it even funny. I mean, I've never been booked for a corporate event. So, so it's fun. different. <laughs> Yo, it's different. Dick joke. I, have a good dick. I haven't heard one in years, man. I mean, a good dick yeah. joke. In I years. It's been a while. In yeah. years. You know why? Because they're fucking stupid. stupid. No, they <laughs> they're are stupid. stupid. They are stupid. They Nobody are said stupid they weren't stupid. Shit. Nobody said they weren't stupid. But there's a lot of jokes that are really stupid that I yeah. still find fun. Like, there's dad jokes I've heard a million times. And depending on how somebody says it, I still might laugh. Yeah, but that's different. That's it's different, not, right? Because not, not all of dicks. us grew up with that. Dad's got dicks. So it's <laughs> God damn it! You got emotional. Dad's got dicks. We're getting emotional over the dick. <laughs> this is deep. deep <laughs> we got the deep dick jokes God. over here. God. What the yeah. fuck is wrong with you? God damn! What you, you, oh my! What you got coming up, bro? Well, you got anything coming? You got any shows coming up, bro? Uh, right now I'm, I'm in Philadelphia this weekend with a guy named Lawrence Kellerbro. We just shows at some comic club. I know there. he is. Yeah. Um, and um, uh, right now I'm not doing too many shows mainly because I'm trying to like like lay low. Well, while right. my by my club is being built, I want to be around locally too much and then like pop in my like do my show right, like hey I right, saw you right. fucking eighteen times last week while I pay <laughs> see you in the comedy club so. I'm yeah. trying to like kind of be real low key with it, not really be local with it for at least like, right. like June. I mean, just to June, like kind of laid back and chill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, the comedy club is opening up in June? By about June 11th, right now. June, June 11th. That's, that's that. Just right around the corner. As a matter of fact, I'm right outside the comedy club right now. So I'm just, I was there a few hours ago painting the comedy club and getting the floors done. Wow. Yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, I brought the chairs. Because oh, it's in Harlem. Because the show is in Harlem, right? In Harlem. So what I, I did, man, I you know to own a, a piece of property in Harlem and then have an actual comedy club takes fucking money. Yeah, like money. Yeah. And I don't yeah. have money like that. I don't have. Like, you got you got you got to have fucking licenses and, and yeah. permits and and fucking Jewish lawyer named Smite some gold I thought he, I, I thought he was about to humble brag out this bitch. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> shit. That yeah. shit took a turn. I, I was about to say, it, it definitely right. nose dive. I was like, it, it, it take it. money. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I got a tea room, no, my Audi, money. my comedy club. Well, I had takes to put that money. shit up. Yeah. <laughs> no, I take, no, no. Dude, I have a comedy club in, in New York, bro. It takes yeah. a lot of money, bro. Like, For I ain't gonna sure. hold you. Right. And I, I, I would say to have a legit, like, even medium-sized comedy club, like, it's like 800000 Because of renovations and the fucking union workers. There's a lot of shit you gotta worry about. You gotta mm. pay somebody off. Suck somebody's dick. It's a lot y'all go on to get a fucking comedy club. So I, I said, you know what, man? I said, well, I'm going to do... I, I seen this white guy downtown. He had a, a stock called New York Comedy Club. And New York Comedy Club was having shows at secret location the whole pandemic. And someone fucking yeah. uh, penthouse mm. on a rooftop. I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. So you buy a ticket and the, you don't, there's no address. You got to buy the ticket and then... Yeah. And then, then you, you get it forwarded. You get to get oh, the address. Yeah, yeah, they see the address afterwards. And then, then you go there and sometimes you can buy your drink online too. So it's minimal contact. I'm like, yo. Mm. So I was like, I, I got a book for the show. I'm not like, what the fuck is shit at? And the guy said, like, You here for a comedy show? Like, yeah. He's like, go upstairs, press five. I'm like, what the fuck? So I got upstairs. There's a fucking a whole comedy, like like makeshift comedy club. They treated that shit like a speakeasy, man. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right now, bro. A lot, a lot of new people are doing speakeasies right now. Like that's pretty much shit. what it's yeah. like. Speakeasy clubs, speakeasy for the strip Clark. clubs. Everything's speakeasy right now because you can't really do shit. Damn. Yo, also mm. know what, yo? My comedy club is a speakeasy comedy club. Like, like for real. Like I'm like, you know what? 
I got the I got paint in my hand. So I, I got the, <laughs> Yeah, I said, yeah. I got, I got the venue. I got I got the space. Now just make it happen, bro. Yeah. Make, buy the chairs and make it fucking happen. I'm gonna fucking do illegal comedy shows until I can afford to do real comedy shows at a real comedy club. Lock me Listen, up. Can you, yeah. we, That's exactly Listen, we told why you we can't get in edit trouble. This shit out, right? <laughs> huh? We told you we can't edit this shit out, right? <laughs> they gotta find me, baby. Hard yeah. and big. They gotta find yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Find me, man. A... <laughs> I'll deny Yo, I ever heard it too. They'd be like playing this tape in front of me. Be like, did he say this to you? I don't know what you're no. talking about. I don't even. I don't understand what he was saying. Uh, uh, with, so with, you in Harlem, right? So does yeah. that, everybody's moving up to Harlem to? Like comics, they're moving back up to Harlem, or because like people keep saying New York back open. And I'm like, I don't think they are. Not, not yet. We we getting there. Not yet. Um, how long you think before y'all get there though? Because I say September. I oh, say if everything opens back up September, maybe after that. Because everybody's not gonna come back right off the break. I agree. I agree. I think uh, September is just is like kind of right. I think we open up officially in July, I believe, or June. Right. And but we know, but we kind of already open already. People doing their own things, and right. so right. we will be officially open then. So um, New York man is like it's real quiet right now, bro. It's, it's real like people still doing things slowly, but it's not the same feel as New York how it always been. And um, yeah. you know it, it's weird coming out here now. We go Times Square, it's not even packed. I mean, a lot yeah. of restaurants are closed down. So right now for uh, for entrepreneur. Is actually the best time. It's like yeah. like you got like yeah. buy low. It's like like buy yeah. low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, facts. It's facts though. So right now we already know New York is New York. So it's only a matter of time for it get back. For we'll bounce back. So this right here the best first time now you can you can buy or you can you can um you can get a store now. You can get a club. You can buy clubs that when mm. our business you can buy them now and yeah. pay the rent. It's there's a time right now. So it's a unique time. And yeah, no, I'm actually about to move up there. Like, I'm actually about to move up there. Right. I don't know yet. That's one of the things that I was like. So I was thinking about like Jersey City. I was thinking Jersey City, Harlem. Uh, I, my brother wants me to move out to the Bronx. I'm like, I definitely can't do that. Like, it's too far away from everything. What's like, so like, I'm just like, I don't know yet. It no, it depends on it depends on your rent tolerance. <laughs> 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 so, so that's uh, my point. So in Harlem, you can find like a one bedroom for about maybe. 18 to about 25 for one bedroom and for two bedrooms looking at like 20 22 to like three thousand fuck you just say to me bro yeah. i'm getting anxiety what, man, what the fuck that's, <laughs> nigga, i'm from dc bro come on son he from omaha like you know how much i pay for my one bedroom 12 that's how much I paid. Twelve hundred. That's that's why I left DC. Well, part of the reason. I was about to say you left some DC was, for paying twelve hundred. Some of it was my son too to get him closer to grandparents, you know. But but that's a different story. But yeah, that 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 rent price that hurts. And no, no lie. But right <laughs> now, if you come in, come soon, we can probably get, you can probably snatch you a part, apartment for like maybe fourteen because it's still like people left. Yeah. A lot of people left New York. So you gotta get grandfathered in in that yeah. contract lease. Yeah, you can probably get, get some now. But once you get back to normal, bro, these apartments be like these sisters like stupid. They like twenty five, three thousand for one bedroom apartment. Yes, oh I'm, I, I'm not lying to you. I am. Yeah, not yeah that's. And I mean, then I, that's and that was what yeah. I was thinking, right? Like I don't want to move up there. I don't want to move up there and then don't have don't go and go to the wrong spot. Like I know Jersey City is a couple spots in Jersey City. I found like one bedroom for like twelve hundred, fourteen hundred, stuff like that because I can get right into Manhattan. 
That's a good spot. Yeah. So yeah. like that's a, but Harlem. I don't know if Harlem. I I, Black Harlem's gone, ain't it? Or is um, it still? Oh, uh, it's 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 uh it's gentrified. Definitely gentrified. Yeah. Um, but it's still Harlem. You still get shot. Don't get don't get twisted. Don't <laughs> you get so you get a latte and get shot, nigga. Don't get twisted. <laughs> Niggas get shot every day, b. <laughs> <laughs> You go stone and get stabbed, nigga. Don't <laughs> <laughs> hey, turns go ahead ask your fake ass question before before you we say get that out it's of here, a man. running question. You're the one that always makes me ask this, but since he's making me ask, I'll ask. So question. Omar, you you've been you've been a you're a veteran now, right? And, and I, I keep bringing that up to just give you the respect that you deserve. One, number two, I bring it up for this thing. Uh, often you hear that term mainstream versus urban, urban versus mainstream. I'll be going there. Okay, let's do it. Yeah, let's. let's what are your it. thoughts on that? So, so let's we, we often hear mainstream wow. comedy is this and urban comedy is that. How does that make you feel in general when you hear mainstream versus urban? Great question, man. So, um, most of my career, I pride myself on being an urban comic, right? I pride myself. I was fucking the, the nigga king, I was king of all nigga rooms and. Chicken and waffles and fucking barbecue joints. <laughs> I want some chicken and waffles. You got the right hot now, wings. You got the shit. hot wings off in the back of the room. <laughs> yo, yo, keep it down in the back. Keep it down. Yeah. Yo, so just, keep it down in the back. Just a little yeah, bit about me before yeah. you go. That's all I've mostly so, come up in, Omar, is is urban rooms, if you will, is, is so, mostly what I've done. So I get it. <laughs> so I pride myself on those rooms, right? I was told by, by, by my OGs that probably didn't know shit. Yo, Omar, yo, urban, look, stay urban because the money's here. Because mm -hmm. you can make more money because uh, you probably get more money per show, which mm -hmm. is most part you do. It's like downtown, no money there. And then you go downtown, you got to conform to the, you play the game. And that yeah. gets, it, it, it get political now. Whereas uh, you're saying, you saying in Harlem or say in the urban room, it's comfortable. You don't got to do your, you can talk to your, your people, it's easy. So I promise I won't be an urban comic, right? Yeah. Then I realized that urban comedy got a cap. It's like it's like a, it's like it's like a it's a it's a it's a roof that you can't pass. And then you can pass it like they might like like one or two guys pass a year, it, or maybe mm. or maybe one or two guys pass every four years. Mm. They mm. a lot a lot a lot of black guys. I mean like not I mean like real black guys. I'm about like not I mean mm -hmm. like urban black guys like all the way. Like, yeah. All the way, guys. Like like Mike Epps and Cat Williams. Those are black black guys. They don't right right. Those guys don't come a lot. You get every now and even yeah. one or two. So um, when I got married, I said, you know, man, like you know, I know a lot of people. And I mean, I started my me and my early on as a new comic. Me and Eric Andre was friends. I mean, oh, this mm. guy. I mean, uh, me. I did shows with fucking uh Amy Schumer. And I mean, my boy D. Lemon Hadley. I knew a lot of these guys that have been. That came up because they went that route of going mainstream. Yeah. yeah. And they now that the fast forward, they got deals, they mentioned their movies, all this like that. But it wasn't for me. I tried it. I didn't like it because just the politics of it. I hate, I, I can't be phony around oh, people. I hate and it so much. It's our last shit. Um, but just you know what, man? I'm married now. I got a kid. Mm. I'm not really like, like, I'm not really needed to be everywhere now. Let me kind of like take my time and make it more strategic. Let me hit. In certain spots now, so I started learning that you could do one spot. That one spot equals twenty spots, depending mm -hmm. on where you go. Mm -hmm. So you can you can do twenty spots and you do shit. Mm -hmm. You can do twenty. You can do you can do a whole. You can do every flyer, every poster, and still and still not doing anything, making right. no right. noise. 
And I found right. that out because I went downtown a few times, and they like, yo, they all got bumped, and they wasn't really showing yeah, respect. Yeah, like, yeah. who are you? nigga? You know, like, I'm the fucking king uptown, bitch. They're like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. yeah that uh, shit don't mean shit down there. It don't mean nothing. And and guys that that knew me, the the nigga, the, the comics know who I am. The real niggas know mm -hmm. I am. So when I come down there, they fear me. But in that realm, they're the kings. In that mm -hmm. realm, you know, they're under me. But over in here. Yeah. I'm under them. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's, I told I said that to people before. That was one of the things that I said I was talking to Terrence about before, and it's since and I've, I've mentioned on the podcast. It's like now that I started doing shows, I over I've already learned, right? Like in DC, I'm fucked in the sense of it's kind of hard to play that game now, right? Like when you got so many shows going on, it is a it is a uh, ego. You got to drop your ego a little bit. You got to humble yourself a little bit, but. What I found out on top of that was you start making enemies because we're smaller than New York by far, yeah. Yeah. by far. We're like one third is. of it. Yeah. Right. Well, with here, it's you start making enemies without even meeting them. Yeah. And they so they see what you're doing. They, they hate liars. You. Exactly. They, they think oh, you think you somebody. They think you somebody now. Oh, yeah. Pat Williams. Oh, you know. Yeah. Bro. You know what I'm saying? Same thing here, but if they, they even more pettier here, you know, no, no lie, bro. I found, I figured out that yo, I, my dream was to get on Def Comedy Jam, like every other black comedian in the fucking world. I Def wanted to be on Def Comedy Jam too. That's when I grew hate up Def watching Comedy Jam. Comics. They, hate, they hate it. I mean, I, I, they hate it so much. I did Comic View, right? And mm, Comic right. View, I did it, and like I'm fucking embarrassed to say I did it. I, I hate saying that shit on in, in the crowd. I'm like y'all, they because like yo, you did Comic View. Now, now I get, I get. I get uh categorized as like this type yep. of comic that I'm yep. not. Mm. So and that's but go ahead, go go. I, I start seeing no one. I said, "No, I'm married now. I don't got all the time. I used to have just fucking go to the spots. So I got pick right. and choose my spots. And then I, I I can't keep on doing the hood shows forever because I'm getting great money doing them. But my future, I'm not seeing a the future there. And I've right. seen comics that came before me who still doing comedy now. Who are amazing comedians, but they're stuck doing the same shows they've been doing for the past 20, 30 years, getting the same money, if not a little more than they've been getting. Right. So I so I said, know what, baby, after my wife said this, I'm going, I'm start doing more mainstream shows and more alt shows because right. I need to I need to like switch my aim up, man, because I can't I'm not gonna make it. I'm not gonna make it doing this shit. I'm gonna be yeah. a, I'm gonna be an Omar, I'll be an urban legend. Fuck that. Nah, I wanna be yeah. I won't be on TV, bitch. I won't do some shit. So, I won't be on TV, bitch. So, so I started, he, he said that as he was saying to his wife. Yeah. No, he wasn't saying that. No, he he but said, he wasn't going to his wife. He said, I'm my wife. He was saying it. He was saying it he was, in the, in the uh, atmosphere. He was calling the atmosphere, bitch. He wasn't calling her. So, so no, no lie, man, I, I started going downtown, and I started to leave my comfort zone. Mm, yeah. I left my comfort zone. I like I, I got I got some um, scholarships for UCB. It's um Upright Citizens Brigade. They do improv and yeah, yeah, yeah. comedy writing. I got, I got scholarships for them. Learn how to write better, learn how to act better. I started getting to some shows where no one knew me. I had, I had to like had to re-earn my fucking stripes again in front of new people. Right. Mm. I, I was paying my job doing shows. I was networking and bro, I was uncomfortable all the time. Yeah, all the time. The first year, so uncomfortable, bro. Just trying to get a, just trying to get in, gonna try to get in there. And I, I, my by year three, I was, I had a TV show. Hmm. You know I mean? Wow. I'm on, I'm on HBO. Fuck that shit, man. That's dope. Right, so I, I spent, I spent, I spent thirteen years on the other side, 
being mm. a king and being I was hated and all those shows doing. I spent three years over here, and I'm fucking the the, the game was different, man. Yeah. I'm my, mm. my my friends. I got I have real friends that that make money. These guys are fucking rich in real life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they they're comedians who are happy. They got money. You know, a comedian right. with money is a good thing. They, 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 yeah, they, that it's a difference. It's a different thing. It's a different thing. We got money in your comic, yo. The drinks are better. The parties are better. Everything's <laughs> <Yeah>. better. <laughs> the food is good. It's actually different. We're, we're, we're good people usually, and with money yeah. in our hands, we just even better. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I, I I say, I mean, as a comic, follow your heart and what, what your what your art make you want to do. But God, like, leave your comfort zone. Yeah, especially as a black man, leave go downtown. Be 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 uncomfortable. Go down like the challenge yourself to write new material. To, to see different things, to, to challenge yourself, to do better. And then I, then you, it, it's, it's amazing, man. It's amazing. So since you talked about the writing, Omar, real quick, something I always yeah. like to ask people. Uh, I always like to ask them about their creative process, and you specifically brought up writing. Is there something that you set a goal for daily? Or you say, I'm going to write for 15 minutes. I'm going to write 10 jokes. I'm going to write three jokes. I'm going to do what it Can you explain a little bit of your creative process to um, say, hey, this is what I do? I'm I'm weird, man. I don't I, I try to write shit down like that. Every now and then I might try, but that's not my process. I just can't do it. I, I'm a kind of guy that I, I'll I'll get a, a bit by just talking to somebody. We just be yep. fucking around, but yo, that's funny, and I just remember it. Mm. And I bring it back up, or I'm just thinking about some shit, uh, a funny topic. Mm. I just put in my notes, and I now just like I'll just say I'll put like guy with a dog. That's wearing pajamas, right? And then, but that's and that's where I get my jokes from right now. Like that's why we created this podcast with the comedy hang thing, because that's how I get. That's literally talking is how I get yeah. my. What's it? And being around other funny people, which yeah. is as soon as you Same. walk away, you're like, oh shit, I got a joke. It had nothing to do with the conversation you was talking about, but your exactly. mind is already there. But like no that's one, what. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was saying too, uh, even with the um with comedy, like I learned. In, in the past, like, four or five years, right, this was, like, the sweet spot where I kind of caught my voice, that the best material comes from your life. Because it's come from yeah. everyday shit that you might overlook. Yeah. Facts. You might overlook it. it, it that's, like, that's the realest comedy. Like, like you going with your, with your child, your child did some dumb shit, and you just got to remember it and how he did it. That's the essence of what makes you you and yeah. your comedy. And I'll, I'll pick that up maybe like a good four years ago. And since I started doing that, it made my like my uh, show better mm. and made finding material easier. Like, no lie, I can find material anywhere. If I really want like, to mark my day down and find jokes today about my life, I can find it just about today. Yeah. Mm. About, I mean, simple shit. Right. Like, make funny. So some guys can write up material for hours. I just got to live my life. And that that was the thing that... that kind of going to harken back to earlier where I said comparison is the thief of joy. And then coming back to this was me starting out. I, I, I was struggling with that. I, I trying to write, trying to write, trying to write. And I would just hate everything. It would feel so unnatural. And you hear people, Oh, I'm writing this. I'm writing that. I'm, I'm doing this. I'm doing that. And it just felt unnatural. How freeing was that to take that, that leap and just say, fuck it. I'm going to explore my funny without writing and do this. That had to be freeing. Right. Cause I'm starting to discover that as, I write less and explore more of my mental space. That's very freeing it, in the creative process. It's like a, a part of being a good comedian is uh, not giving a fuck. Right. 
like you gotta you got like you gotta stop caring like even like caring about doing good or doing bad or or like stop competing a lot a lot of, a lot of black comics compete with other comics i'm not sure most most of us complete we can be, be try to be the best comic of the Better, show yeah and, and kind of like make a hard for that comedian or other shit like that and right. i was the same guy yeah and once i kind of like learned like yo it's not about that person it's about me yeah and, and i started to work on myself yeah and and, and try to internalize my comedy I have the best time. I I laugh at my own shit. I have a good time. The crowd mm. is it's it's more organic. It comes. But you're probably it. more infectious at that point because it's, it's authentic. It's authentic, man. Every show mm. is a different show. Every show, like you, don't, I don't know where I'm going with the show. Yeah. I, I I I might have a few things I might touch on, but I don't know my ending, my my beginning. I just want to. I just let it flow, man. I trust myself more, and I had to because, oh, mainly because of the pandemic too. Because yeah. I was getting booked during the pandemic. By this guy named Damon, uh, out in, in a place called Long Island, out here, and um, this guy came on booking me, man. Like, yo, bro, like, man, like, I don't want to work no more. Like, like, I'm like, yo, bro, like, I'm tired of doing this. Make me work too much, bro. <laughs> but he kept on like, oh my, I want you again. They want you back. They want you back. And I kept headlining this this, this spot, like every like every couple of weeks. I headlined the spot like doing an hour every yeah. few weeks. And I'm like, the first time, like, yo, bro, I, I've got my material. I've been on fucking quarantine. I had, I'm not practicing those jokes. I, I don't have my shit together. Yeah, you're right. And the more he kept booking me, the more I just stopped giving a fuck. I said, you know what, Omar? Like, just let it out. Like, like you know, like, let the energy yeah. out and see what happens. And I did that shit. Oh, oh man. man. You just froze on us. Tell me we didn't lose him again. Hopefully, it's just a quick lockup. It's always like it's like his phone is like, yo, I'm you speaking some real shit. Yeah, let me call you. Is somebody calling them? Oh, like, yeah. There we go. Okay, yeah, yeah, there we go. There, there we go. go. We got is oh, it somebody like, calling it. you? <laughs> nope, oh, it froze no, up again. That nah, it's just the, that's because he on Sprint in Harlem. That's what that sounds like. <laughs> He's got that <laughs> Boost Mobile in the Bronx. That's what that is. Uh, I'm back now. Boost Mobile in the Bronx. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're a little pixelated. Oh, you, well, you got Sprint in Harlem? What is wrong nah, with you, man? Boost Mobile in the Bronx is what I said. I got, I got, I got the last Obama phone. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, but I think you're right, Omar. Like, like for me specifically, right? I, I, I started to do that, really explore the mental space, especially during the beginning of the lockdown. And talking to you and more comics on this podcast, I've started to realize I'm not so alone in that. I don't write. I try to explore my personal funny. And you hit the nail on the head of the not giving a fuck. I was sitting there writing the other day and it wasn't jokes. I just like to write stuff in general, just kind of get shit down. I was sitting there thinking, I was like, I need to be more comfortable with the silence, both on and off stage. I need yeah. to be comfortable with the silence yeah. off, on stage when people ain't laughing, they're still listening. That's so that's a good thing. And then off stage, if the silence is me still grinding, people not paying attention, that's part of that silence. Be comfortable in that. And I think that's kind of what you were speaking on, man. And no, I appreciate no, the I, fuck man. out of that. I, I, when I was uh, new in comedy, somebody I, just I, asked you for some money. No, they asked me for for a parking space. It's hard, man. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, I saw that matumbo drum. Like that's money. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but yeah, um, so in comedy, I mean, I thought that you should be funny all the time, right? Just all everybody laughs. Me too, all the time. right? And then as I got older, and I saw like other comedians, veteran comedians, they took their time. They they was patient. They they 
they kind of like it was no rush. Yeah. And man. then I learned that when a crowd's quiet, that's a good thing. I mean, li- they listen to you. They, they hear you. They're they not like mm-hmm. they're hearing you out. So you can drop a jewel. You can say some real shit mm-hmm. at that moment. And I'm telling you, man, once you like stop giving a fuck. I, I stopped giving a fuck years ago. I started. Doing, I did the Apollo Theater a few times, and I got booed at the Apollo Theater like three or four times. Wow. The first few times crushed my whole spirit, my soul. It was the worst thing ever. But yeah. by the third time, I'm like, fuck you, I'm gonna get booed anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you don't give a fuck no more. Yeah, I don't give a fuck no more. Just I ain't like, scared of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> exactly. That, that kind of thing on the field. Yes. And and now I'm like, bro, like I'm not scared. Like I'm gonna do a show and I bomb. What's gonna happen to me? Like I'm gonna, like, yeah, I'm not gonna. I, I say that shit to people all the time. What how, what is listen, I'm gonna wake bro, up like, and I think do the somebody, same shit. Somebody took offense to that shit and like came up to me later and was like, Bro, like I would never do no shit like that as your room. It's like, listen, bro, let me make sure this is perfectly clear to you, man. I was bombing. They saw me bombing. Yeah. Who do I look like not acting like I wasn't bombing, bro? It, like, listen, this is yeah. this is exactly what I said to the people. Hey man, well, I thought I thought I was gonna have a fucking killer set. Not tonight. It's not y'all. I promise you it's not. Yeah. It's definitely me. It's, it's okay. definitely me. But guess what? This ain't gonna stop my career. So I'm gonna finish yeah. this out. Yeah. You got mad because I said that, bitch? This is an open mic, little nigga. Like, you're not even paying me for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> nah, man, that's, that's super dope, man. I, I I appreciate the insight, Omar. I really do. No problem, bro. We out here. Yo, yeah, fun. let's... We got to leave it... We're going to leave it on that, man. I know you got to get... You got food. Yeah, y'all are on that East Coast, man. It's shit. like yeah, midnight man. out there and shit. <laughs> it's, it's 10 o'clock, and it's I got to go to work. Put them bed. Yeah, man. Yeah, Yo, man, ladies and gentlemen, Omar you. Thompson. Thank you, man. Omar the comedian on Instagram. Make sure you follow this dude. Ladies and gentlemen, we out of here. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it. Straight out the trap with it. Whatever you want, whatever you need, it's on tab. Get it? That's why I'm mad with it. That's why I'm mad with it.